0: Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. Learn more about the program and our ministry when you visit walkintruth.com. Now here's the conclusion of Pastor Michael's teaching in Hebrews 13, 7-9, called Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever.
1: There was a discipleship movement decades ago and it was called a shepherding movement. And there's probably some groups that exist like this today. And they said that your shepherd or your discipler, uh, you couldn't do anything without their permission. You couldn't get married. You couldn't date unless they gave you approval. Run for the nearest exit. Because godly leadership doesn't lord it over people. Neither do I need to remind you of your obligation to leadership. If I am a servant leader and I lead you well, I think that you will follow those who are following Christ. Amen? But I will say not to downplay it, obeying your leaders is still a verse that we need to be aware of. And leaders do have a certain amount of authority because, of course, they will give an account to the ultimate shepherd who is Jesus Christ. So you can see Hebrews thirteen eight. Uh, surrounded by two leadership verses and uh, the strengthening by grace is important. We're going to spend the rest of our time on verse 8 and here's this most precious verse. Jesus Christ. Jesus is his name. Yeshua in Hebrew. Jesus in Greek. Jesus, if you are in Mexico. Um, It's not as important what language his name is translated into. Um, Because if you only know Spanish, you're going to probably call him Jesus. Um, English readers of the New Testament say Jesus because that's how the word comes to us in English. His name, originally, his parents would have called him Yeshua. Yeshua was the name given to Joseph by the angel. You shall call his name Jesus, for he will what? Take He will save his people from their sins. Yeshua means Yahweh saves, or Yahweh is salvation. Christ is his title. Christ is Christos in Greek, Messiah in Hebrew, and it literally means the anointed one. So they would anoint kings, priests, priests, uh, the, the prophets would come to the house like in David's case an anoint or in Saul's case. Jesus is Yahweh saves. He's the anointed one who brings salvation, if you will. And here's what we learn about Jesus. He's the same. He doesn't change. He won't fail us. He won't forsake us. And he's the same yesterday and today. Yes, that's added by the translators in the New American Standard. Yes, yes. And forever. Yesterday, today, and forever speaks of Jesus' immutability. Big word simply means he is unchanging. Jesus does not change. And what that means is that Jesus is God. In Malachi 3 6, uh, the Lord said, I, the Lord, do not change. Jesus Christ is the same. Now, he took on the additional nature of humanity when he became a baby, right? But his essential person and nature never changes. He's the same yesterday. What does that mean? Well, it probably looks back to the days of his earthly ministry. Uh, flip back to Hebrews 5. Take a look. This is uh, verse 7. And this is the NIV. I like the way the NIV has this. Five seven says... During the days of Jesus' life on earth, Hebrews 5, 7, he offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. That might be the Garden of Gethsemane there. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Although he was a son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him was designated by God to be high priest in the order of Melchizedek. Jesus is the same yesterday. Now, for a Hebrew recipient of this letter, probably written in the mid-60s AD, Jesus had died 30 plus years before. Some of the members of this little church that uh, many scholars believe met in Rome probably never met Jesus. Timothy, one of their leaders, apparently never met Jesus, according to what I understand the Bible to teach. So you would have people in this congregation, when they heard about Jesus' earthly ministry, would have to learn it from other teachers. And they would have had the privilege of at least that first generation of those who were either there or close uh, to the actual events. What was Jesus like yesterday? Every time we read a gospel, we're reflecting on yesterday, aren't we? What do we know about Jesus? Well, we know that he was born in Bethlehem, and Luke chapter 2 tells us about that night of his birth and what was happening in the days of Herod the king and all of that. We have snapshots of his birth in Luke 2 and other places. In Luke, uh, we have a record of Jesus at 12 years old. What do we learn about Jesus when he was 12? He was at Jerusalem for the Passover. He left the caravan. He was in the temple. What was he doing? Hanging out with the teachers, asking questions, you know, giving input. And they were amazed at his wisdom, right? And his parents, we lost him. Oh, no. Can you imagine? We lost God's son. You know, if you've ever had a child disappear for a little bit, that is stressed out city enough, let alone it's God's son. <laughs> Can you believe it? Anyway, they found him. He was in the temple courts. And he was blowing people away with his wisdom. And then in Luke chapter 4, he's in his own hometown. He's 30 years old approximately. And he opens the scroll of Isaiah. And he reads from Isaiah 61. And he says, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. And oh, how we could talk. I, I could talk to you for the next couple hours about the gospels. I could talk to you about his preaching his miracles, the people that he resurrected, the lepers that he touched, the parties that he attended, the religious leadership that he annoyed, I think on purpose, the, the boundaries that he crossed that caused them to be all in an uproar, the seas that he hushed, the demons that he cast out, so many incredible things packed into about three years. And if... Everything he did was recorded. The libraries of the world couldn't hold what he did, says John, whether that's hyperbole or not, I'll let you think about it. Jesus Christ yesterday came to this world and he left an indelible record, touching, healing, strengthening, bringing words of life. And the story is not over. Someone might say, well, yeah, but that was yesterday. But think about all that was accomplished and flip over to Hebrews chapter 9 and look at the tense of yesterday captured right here in verse 26. Hebrews 9.26 says, Otherwise, he would have needed to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, Hebrews 9.26, once at the consummation of the ages... He has been manifested to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. If you flip over to Hebrews 10 and you look at verse 10, we can see what he accomplished yesterday. By this, Hebrews 10.10, By this will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Skip down to verse 14. For by one offering, Jesus has perfected for all time those who are sanctified. What did Jesus do yesterday? Everything. He accomplished eternal salvation for anyone who places faith in him. Praise the Lord. That's getting a lot done yesterday. But he also has a ministry today. Because you might wonder, I might wonder, Say you're a first century Hebrew believer struggling with your faith. Maybe you're struggling with your faith tonight. You might say something like this. Is he the same today? Did he change? Now we know he changed location because he went from being on the earth to ascending into heaven. What's he like today? Is he the same today? Like if I had an issue, would he be patient with me like he was patient with tax collectors and sinners? If I had some terrible thing that plagued me, could I reach up a hand and he wouldn't push me away? Is he the same today? What is his current ministry today, brethren? Do you know, over and over, we've read in the book of Hebrews, today, 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 if you will what? Hear his voice. He has a ministry today, and his ministry is that he ever lives to intercede for you. That's what he's doing right now. Did you know that? He's fighting for you, he's battling for you. Some would say he's praying for you, interceding for you, whatever that fully means. And we see this reality if you're still in Hebrews chapter 9, in verse 24 take a look for christ did not enter a holy place made with hands a mere copy 924 of the true one but into heaven itself now today to appear in the presence of god for us is his love the same justice the same mercy the same patience the same is his faithfulness the same is sympathy the same Answer, yes. That's why
2: you're here.
0: Amen? You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment.
2: We are excited to announce we have the opportunity to broadcast on a new radio station. It's a daily
1: program. We can be on every day like we are here, and we can be ministering to a whole new group of people.
2: An opportunity that will help this ministry reach more people like you in Oahu, Hawaii.
1: The door is open, the gospel is free, but the old saying is someone's got to put in the plumbing.
2: Our mission with Pastor Michael's teachings is to equip listeners with God's Word in a way that helps them address today's issues, trends, and culture. You need
1: a spiritual workout plan. What is that spiritual workout plan? It's to heal, it's to get better, it's to pursue some things. And one of the things that you pursue is peace.
2: But before we say yes to this opportunity, we could use your help. Would you become a Walk in Truth partner today? Your financial commitment of at least $20 a month would help us reach this goal.
1: That's about the price to go out and get a sandwich, a bag of chips, and a drink.
2: You'll be part of the team bringing God's truth to more people.
1: If this ministry has been a blessing to you and you want to help us expand, we could use your help.
2: Please begin your partnership today by calling 844-48-TRUTH.
1: Thank you so much to all of our partners, all of our listening family, all of our
2: new listeners. We love you. Begin your partnership today by calling 844-48-TRUTH. That's 844-48-TRUTH or visit walkintruth.com.
0: We'd love to see who's listening. So please connect with us on Facebook or Instagram. Just do a search for Walk in Truth Show. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance right here on Walk in Truth.
1: He's battling for you. Some would say he's praying for you, interceding for you, whatever that fully means. And we see this reality if you're still in Hebrews chapter 9 in verse 24. Take a look. For Christ did not enter a holy place made with hands, a mere copy, 924, of the true one, but into heaven itself, now, today, to appear in the presence of God for us. Is his love the same? Justice the same? Mercy the same? Patience the same? Is his faithfulness the same? His sympathy the same? Answer, yes, that's why you're here. Amen? None of us would be saved. Unless he was the same Jesus yesterday, today, and forever. That's why I'm standing here right now. Because he reached down into miry clay and plucked me out and washed me in his blood. Amen? He's the same today. Take it to the bank. In fact, the book of Hebrews has said to us that Jesus Christ is a sympathetic high priest. This is one thing that we've learned in the book of Hebrews. He was tempted in all things. He's able to help us. Recall Hebrews 2, 16 through 18. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. We have a merciful and faithful high priest who sympathizes and empathizes with our weaknesses. You know what his ministry is today? to pour out stabilizing help on his church. And that is a full-time job just for the people in this room. Can I get a witness? It's a full-time job for the man behind this pulpit. Some of us joke, if I do have a guardian angel, he must be very busy. And some of you think you may have three or four. My point is this. Jesus is the same today, and we know what he's doing. Sympathizing, empathizing, granting help, stabilizing us, knowing what we're going through and getting a promise to us somehow through a chain of events to build us up, to hold us steady, to keep us where we need to be. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today. And that's why I can go to him anytime, 24-7, and know that when I ask him for help, He won't turn me away. He won't say, oh, Michael, again with the same prayer request, the same thing, you're going through the same struggle. You did that again. Yes, Lord. Would you sympathize? Nope, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) No, he doesn't change. Praise the Lord. Some of us get tired of stuff, right? I don't want to hear that anymore. I'm, I'm done putting up with that. I've reached my breaking point. But not him he's the same. And one more tense of his incredible ministry to us, he's the same yesterday, today, and what? Forever. Forever. Whenever I hear the word forever, I think of Sandlot. Did you guys see the movie Sandlot? Forever. If you haven't seen the movie, you probably should. It's a good baseball movie. Anyway. The word forever is found in Hebrews 1.8 where the Father says to the Son, Your throne is forever and ever. Jesus Christ laid the foundation of the earth. That's what the writer of Hebrews goes on to say as he quotes Psalm 102. His throne has always been there, always will be there. The blip on the screen is him becoming one of us. Amen? But that makes him even more of an incredible high priest. And this idea of forever is so beautiful because we know he's not going to change. We know he's not going anywhere. Look at Hebrews nine twenty-seven and 28. In Hebrews 9, you have all three tenses here. Take a look at uh, these verses. Hebrews nine twenty-seven says, And inasmuch as it is appointed for men to die once and after this comes judgment. So Christ also, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, shall appear a second time. This is in the future. You could call this tomorrow. For salvation without reference to sin to those who eagerly await him. Jesus Christ is the same. You laid the foundation of the earth. Hebrews 1.10, in the beginning, the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will wear out like a garment, like a robe. You will roll them up like a garment. They will be changed. But you are the same, Hebrews 1.12, and your years will have no end. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Amen? Jesus Christ, the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. That's the kind of God you follow. That's the kind of Lord that you've decided to make your king. Amen? And, And it's a good choice. Because there's nobody like him. Every other religious leader has lived and died and cannot claim an eternal throne. They can't claim they were here before they were born, nor can they claim that they will be here long after on a throne reigning. Judge of the living and the dead. But Jesus, he lives forever. He doesn't pass on his priesthood to anyone else because there's no need to. He doesn't live and die like the high priest who came before him. He is forever. And the beauty is that means everything to us because we have a forever connection to him. Don't get occupied with all the other stuff. Get occupied with Jesus. He's the bread of life. Grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's turn to Revelation 22 and we're done. I had a special request for Shane tonight. I asked him to sing O Holy Night in September. Is that wrong? You guys think that's okay? Do you think... This, this is a serious question, brother. Is it okay to sing a Christmas carol in September? And all God's people said, yeah. depends on which one it is. <laughs> all right, how about O Holy Night? Is that good? All right, Revelation 22. Then he showed me a river of the water of life clear as crystal, 22.1, coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street on either side of the river was the tree of life, bearing twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. There will no longer be any curse, and the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it. His blood his excuse me, his bondservants will serve him, and they will see his face. His name will be on their foreheads. That's identification there will no longer be any night and they will not have need of the light of the lamp nor the light of the sun because the Lord God will illumine them and they will reign, What your Bible say? Forever and ever. Jesus Christ, the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you, Lord God, for this timely word. We need it. Desperately, thank you that when you appeared, the soul found its worth. A thrill of hope came to us, Lord. A weary world rejoiced as we saw heaven come down. The God who is the God of forever, same yesterday, today, and forever, came down. Became one of us to rescue us. This has given birth to the greatest music mankind has ever known. The greatest thoughts and heights that mankind can ever reach. The greatest realities that can cheer a heart. The greatest truths that can stabilize a soul. Right here in Hebrews 13 verse 8. And we're grateful for it Lord and I pray that those who may not know you yet who are either here tonight or would watch this later or hear this later would open up their hearts to this incredible Savior this incredible King and for those of us who do know you I pray that these words would stick with us so that when the winds of change blow and when life seems unsteady we will go back to this very central, profound truth. Jesus Christ, the same. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
0: You've been listening to Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Part three on walk in truth. And that was the conclusion of Pastor Michael teaching in Hebrews chapter 13, verses seven through nine. And if you missed any part of today's program, Walk in Truth is on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and many more podcast apps. Listen for free to Pastor Michael's teachings in more books of the Bible. Hey, just to let you know, Walk in Truth is a listener-supported ministry. Our hope is to broadcast this program on more radio stations to reach more people like you. Our ministry has grown a lot over the years, and it's thanks to our church and our listeners that have become our financial partners. Our producer, Rob Newton, went to Living Truth Christian Fellowship in Corona, California recently to update the congregation on the state of walk in truth. He talked about where we are, what's new, where we'd like to go, and how you can help. If you'd like to listen to Rob Newton and Pastor Michael's short presentation, you'll find it on the Walk in Truth podcast on your favorite podcast app. It's also on walkintruth.com. We've entitled it The State of Walk in Truth. And again, you'll find it on the walk in truth podcast on your favorite podcast app. If you're a longtime listener to walk in truth, we could use your help. We're excited to announce that we have an opportunity to broadcast on a radio station in Oahu, Hawaii. Can you partner with us to reach people in Hawaii? Would you become a walk in truth partner today? Your financial commitment of at least $20 a month would help us reach this goal. You'll be part of the team bringing God's truth to more people. Please begin your partnership today by calling 844-48-TRUTH. That's 844-48-TRUTH. Or visit walkintruth.com. And join us tomorrow for Pastor Michael's teaching in Hebrews 13, 10 through 16, called We Have an Altar. I'm Mike Massaro. On behalf of Pastor Michael Lance and Living Truth Christian Fellowship, thanks for listening to Walk in Truth, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people.